Look who it is. It's them damn Stop the Ship boys. Back at it again with them double digit episodes. Cheers it. Cheers it. Easy. Easy. I'm not sore anymore, so. I am sore. Oh, you are sore? Yeah, I went and balled yesterday for the first time in months and months. I haven't played since fucking February. And man, I'll tell you, you know, I said like last week I had just started trying to eat cleaner and so I'm trying to make small steps to move forward. Let me take these off. Um, Getting real serious. And uh, so I was like, let me go to the gym. Let me get a little exercise in. And I went with Ziggy and we balled and dude, like we played one game to 16, just twos, half court. I'm like dying, dude. Huffing wind. That's how it goes. Uh, I ended up like I sat one out, had to recoup, and then I got back out there and got a couple more. You had to sit one out. But yeah, I had to sit one out dead serious. And dude, like I'm just like so exhausted. My body's just aching. Dude, and it's when you play basketball and you haven't in a while, everything. 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 In the hands. Yeah, you use muscles that you don't even realize. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, But it's awesome. So I was thinking like that'd be that'd be a good way to get some cardio in. Basketball is the best the best way. Yeah. I don't know, man. You ever wrestle? Yeah, yeah. Wrestling, wrestling in high school was was savage. Just dude. this one drill that you do, uh, where it's called spinning. The one dude just uh, goes on all fours, and uh-huh. the dude on top just puts his chest on his back yeah. and just spins. And you got to bear his weight. Yeah. And, well, no. The like on, on the top. bottom isn't hard. If you're on top, mm-hmm. you just keep spinning. He's so tired, he keeps spinning. The coach is like, you know, don't yep. fucking stop. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's good cardio. Yeah. So speaking of, I was like, you know, I want to try and do some alternative means of cardio. So basketball is one thing that I'm wanting to do. But I've got a guy named Mike Powell. Shout out to Mike. Real cool guy. He, um, ever since we've been in high school, as long as I can remember anyway, I've known this guy. He's done MMA. He oh, fights really? and everything. Yeah. Um, and he trains out of Concord. Okay. And so, you know, I hit him up and I was like, you know, what gym do you go to? And he told me. And, um, you know, because I'm thinking I would really enjoy getting a a membership just to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu just to get conditioning in in that Fuck way yeah um because you know we watch MMA I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. I've loved that for like over 10 years now so not only to learn technique and shit like that but just to get more conditioning one of the things Ziggy said for a while now he's like listen man we all need to go and throw a little cash in and get a mat yeah and uh just so we can roll around because he loves it and yeah I mean he likes it like I do we just need somewhere to put that mat True, but no, I was inquiring we're like, about fuck it. The podcast, let's just yeah, we'll just open this up. Um, but um, it's kind of expensive, man. I wasn't aware, dude. It's hella yeah, expensive. I wasn't, I wasn't aware where he's at. It's like one forty to one sixty a month, but um, that's six days a week, which apparently is really good. Like, like some places you you could be paying more than that, and maybe only be able to go three days a week. Yeah, so it's a good gig. I really want to get in there. He's one, of the, he's one of the first guys that uh, I got to go to a gym with. Like, back when he was at this other gym, me, him, and Peg all went. Really? And, uh, yeah, we all rolled around. It was a really good day. Really yeah. good exercise, you know? There's something special about, um, you know, working, like, working hard towards something, uh, being active with your friends. Like, right. it's just a completely different atmosphere than just hanging out, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, you're doing something healthy. Doing something healthy. And the second you, like, leave, you go home, take your shower, you feel so much better. You do. Yeah. You do. 
Although, it's just about yes. forcing yourself to to get there. Because yeah. once you're there, you're like, oh, yeah. God, I'm here. Right. It's just about forcing yourself there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that I found out. Um, what was that word that I said in the last episode? Quicklier. Quicklier. I like looked it up because I was gonna like make fun of myself, and right. I was like, "That's really a word." Yeah, I think it's a uh, adverb. I looked it up also. It's like an older word though. Like, yeah. But before quicker came about, I suppose really? that's what it looked like. It said something about some kind of archaic definition. You learn something new every day here on Stop the Ship. Yeah, I don't know. I went into a rabbit hole. Uh, Two nights ago, I was looking up, I was just watching a bunch of different podcast segments, uh, mainly comedians who were coming on Joe Rogan, who were, um, like, they had some guy on there, I don't know his name, and then they had Tom Segura on there, and they were talking about how they had gotten kind of put on blast for certain jokes that they had made during their stand-up segments. Tom got, like, a big one for saying retard or something. That and putting a wall around Louisiana. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um. But it got me thinking, uh, so today is August 26th, Dave Chappelle's new uh, Sticks and Stones special just came out on Netflix, anybody at home, if you hadn't seen it, I couldn't recommend it more, Chappelle's the GOAT, but um, the goat. it's just very interesting because I was telling you a little bit before we started recording how um, he's very genius in the way that he phrases his jokes when he's talking about very controversial material. And, you know, in the way that Tom Segura or whatever that guy's name is, I wish I knew how they would get put on blast, yeah. you know, and not to say that they're not geniuses in their own respect. And as far as comedy goes, he's kind of talking about the Me Too thing. Really? Defending Louis C.K. Oh, is he? Talking about school shootings, like shit oh, that's shit. like serious that's happening right now. I got to check. But it he's out. able to put such a funny spin on it and distance himself in a way to where he wouldn't take any kind of yeah. repercussions for the things he's saying. It's fucking brilliant. The way he weaves in and out of certain jokes, like that, that's what makes him the best. Yeah. Because, like you said, compared to those other guys, Tom Segura and them, they could hit those same topics, but they can't leave innocently like he right. can. Like he can, you know. Right. And I think um, he's just so well respected, anyways. I was so well respected. I went down a rabbit hole one time listening to. Uh, people break down his style of comedy and why he gets away with stuff like that. Yeah, it's really interesting, like um, how he puts his opinions out there, but doesn't connect himself to those opinions. Even though you could tell deep down that's what he right. thinks. Um, he keeps it in a way. He really keeps it like purely observational. And it comes down to what you know. Successful people talk about is putting in those ten thousand hours. Mm towards something he's been doing it since he was 16 years old he would have a boom box with a mic yeah. and just go out on the street and start performing in, right. in new york city and huh. uh so it's no surprise that yeah that 20 30 that years later of doing that shit yeah it's just yeah that's his that's his shit that's ingrained that's his basics mm-hmm. when he gets punched in the face when he gets something in the crowd that he's not expecting yep. that's what he reverts yep. to yeah, and so I'm not going to spoil anything, but in this, so this is filmed in Atlanta, um, and <clears throat> at some point somebody's phone starts going off, right? Okay. So you can imagine, like, if if I were a stand up comedian, which hopefully one day I can get on stage and do some shit like that. Well, I will, I will, we will. get we will. on stage. We will. Um, you know, you you rehearse this set over and over in your head, but if something like that happens, where you then have to pause 
now you maybe your mind you you know it's a disrupting your yeah. your focus. I mean, how do you come? How do you revert back? That's the punch in the face for him. Yeah, like that throws your whole game off. Yeah, yeah, the whole set planned. And now somebody's have... phone starts ringing or somebody starts heckling you. Yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah, but he's able to pick it right back up without skipping the beat. Yeah, that's what the best do. Dude's a savage. Anytime listening to sometimes I'll just YouTube hecklers versus comedians. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Bill Burr is, like, one of the best at it. Right. But there's a – they some of those are pre-planned. Like, they have ideas of where they can go based off what these people are going to say. Yeah. Like, you know, they have counter moves. Which is smart. Yeah, it's really smart. Hell, yeah. We got a big week. What's our week? What you someone's got a Someone's got a birthday. Oh, yeah. Someone's oh, got a birthday this weekend. Man, when you get this old, you st- – yeah, you stop worrying about it. Stop the shit birthday, bro. Yeah. So today's the 26th, birthday's the 31st. I'll be 29. Fuck yeah. Getting close to 30, man. A lot of people really, you know, start to have like the, start to have like that midlife crisis thing. I mean, I know 30's a little early. 30's, 30's pretty young. <laughs> but, you know, I'm cool, man. Nah, yeah. I'm happy to have made it this damn far. Dude, I, to be honest. I always get my two best friends' birthdays like kind of mixed up because uh-huh. Cody's on the eighth. Okay, you're on the thirty first. Eight eight. And there's been times that I'm like thinking it's your birthday on the eighth, and there's times that I've thought his birthday's on the thirty first. Right. Um, you're hitting Cody up on the thirty first. I did happy birthday, bro. Yeah, so Cody, I'll be hitting. You I'm up like, bro, week. you're like twenty twenty something days late. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Cody, it's really cool to see what he's been doing, man. Um, you know, like you were talking about how he grew up. In, he grew up just like you guys did, right? I mean, in Jersey for the most part, he, around that atmosphere. He grew up in Seacoggus. Like, that's where he was. He was born in a town right outside of it. Lived in Seacoggus his whole life. Right. Yeah. And now he's, like, getting into hunting and all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, he's out in the woods around. in Pennsylvania. We talked about how he just bought his house. Mm-hmm. Now he's finding, like, new hobbies. And isn't it interesting? Do you think it's the kind of thing where... Um, I don't, you know, I don't know Cody as well as you do, obviously, but do you think it's the kind of thing where he's now getting separated from things that maybe would have previously influenced him? Like maybe he's not really that kind of guy. Maybe he's not really a Jersey kind of guy. And now he's finding out more who he is. Now he's separated from that. It's interesting you say that. I think <clears throat> that that's what happens to a lot of people. Yeah. And it is good. You know, I've learned in my life when you isolate yourself for a period of time, it could be really beneficial uh-huh. for you. It just gives you a chance to take a step back and kind of think about yourself and what do you like to do. Right. And by going out to Pennsylvania and him not having uh, like his group of friends that he grew up with out there, he was able to kind of find his own path of what he likes to do. And it's it's been so funny talking to him. Um, you know, he's so educated on this shit now, like yeah. hunting and uh, he bought his own bow, and mm-hmm. he actually goes down to the range and, like, shoots the shit. And right. he's, he's telling me about, like, you know, all the different things, like how it's held on by magnets. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's just so cool to see somebody that, like, is close to you seeking knowledge outside of anything. We've never had a conversation about, like, hunting and right. shit like that. Um so it's just really cool to see people grow in that way. And, you know, that's what I like to surround myself with all new things. Yeah. I don't like when 
things are just set in their ways and you know we're having the same conversations we had 15 years right. ago Right. You know, I want you to bring something to me that you could teach me something. I want to bring something to you. Yeah, um, constantly evolving, constantly growing. That's something I love about, uh, like, most of my friends. It's uh, nobody's complacent. What? You like most of my friends. Yeah. Because there's a couple. Yeah, there's always a I couple. I think we all got a couple. Yeah, we all got a couple. All right, same thing with Glenn, man. Now he's not in that environment anymore, you know? Yeah. First week out, had the cowboy hat, boots, belt buckle. So there's no telling where that fucking guy's going to go. <laughs> we see him, like, uh, two months from now. He's got, like, the, the tooth missing. He's like, got, he's a, got the he's straw. Got a, a, a fucking pack of chew in the, in yeah. the cheek. He's got the cigarettes rolled up in his yeah, sleeve. Yeah, yeah. I could see him probably owning like a little spread one day, getting a little ranch, you know. Dude, he a couple cattle. Yeah, he's he's like that. He likes to be secluded at times. Yeah, I yeah. do too. Me too. I really do. <clears throat> like I said, I don't I don't like all the hustle and bustle. I like I like being a lone ranger sometimes. Man. You think you'll stay in North Carolina forever? Um, man, I don't know. There's no telling. There's no telling. I was um. My lady, she doesn't, she's not too geographically educated. Okay. Uh, Sounds like me. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not like really good at it, but it's something that's always interested me. Uh, so I'm showing her different parts on the globe, like different parts of history right. uh, that has happened in those areas. Um, and, you know, the globe is so fucking huge. Like, you know, if you look at the United States, it's so small compared to, like, Russia yeah. or Africa. Right. And, um, you know, and then if you look deeper, like, I've lived in North Carolina and I've lived in New Jersey. So if you zoom out from that, like, the United States is already really small. But just that part of the East Coast of the United States is so small in comparison to just the whole United States. Right. If you zoom out more and look at the whole entire globe... It's like, shit, like, why am I restricting myself to just right here? Yeah. You know, like, there's so much out there. Right. And there's so much history out there. If you think about the history of just where we are in North Carolina, it only goes back about, like, 400 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it goes further back with Native Americans and stuff like that. But just um, America that they created has been around since... Only a couple hundred years. Right. But there's parts of Europe where people have settled there and they've been there for thousands of years. Yeah, it's really And there's so much history. And, like, uh, it's just crazy. Like, sometimes I think, like, why can't I just go? Like, Jose, my friend Jose, yeah. just moved to England. He's got his whole family out there. And, like, that's their home. Right. That's their home now. And he's been all over the world. You could. Yeah, you can. And that's all it takes is just that decision to be, like, Fuck it. Let yeah. me try it out. Yep. And he'll have a better perspective than we all have of like, where do I want to settle down? Right. You know? Um, and then his kids will have such a, a view of the world that maybe my kids don't have. Right. Um, <clears throat> perspective on, you know, what you really, it's, it goes back to what we're talking about with Dakota. It's like, that's how you find the real answers, I mm -hmm. think. By going out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I at the very least, I want to do some traveling. Fuck yeah! At the very least, which I haven't done. You got I've to never left this country. Uh, my boy Bruno is finishing up his trip now. He's been all over Europe, I think. Like 
God, I'm so geographically challenged. I couldn't even tell you. He's been in Germany. He's been to Paris. He's. It's like that's really cool. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to do kind of a trip where I can tour multiple countries and like yeah. take the family. And dude's been over there for like two weeks now, which is like for me that seems like the right way to do it. Yeah, take some serious time and go over there. But all right, enough with this geographical, all over the place, Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Let's get into some fucking this or this or that. Let's do it. Holla at your boy. What you got? <clears throat> All right, man. First scenario. Let's hear it. First scenario. So, would you rather have like a car of your choice, like a Tesla, damn Lamborghini, something like that? Gotcha. But you got to drive yourself around. Okay. Or would you rather have a chauffeur, a driver, somebody driving you around, but you're driving around in like a busted up ass hoopty? The old hoopty. Um, I'm going to say at least you got heat and AC in the hoopty. Okay. But it's so a busted it's functional, up. functional. Raggedy. It's just hoopty. like the body. Like it looks, yeah. The body's wore down. And yeah. it's like a 80s car. Yeah. Okay. 80s, something like that. So, you know, me personally, I like to drive. My old job, I used to legit drive up and down the East Coast. I've been sitting in traffic for a third of my life. You'd make you think that'd make you hate driving. But there's something about just the journey and like seeing the sights and everything. Because I'll look at the if I'm if I'm driving for a minute, I'll yeah. look at the road for 13 seconds. Okay. The rest of the time, <laughs> the rest of the time, I'm looking out into the wilderness. Oh, gotcha. there's a bear. Oh, right. Like a, a dead wolf eating a carcass. And then you wake carcass. up and you're at your destination. Exactly. Right. Uh, and, you know, to have any car you want, like you said, the Tesla, to be able to have, that car almost drives itself. By yeah, the way. true. But um, to have like your dream car, like imagine like a luxury ass car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would take that. Just being able to drive yourself anywhere you wanted to go in like a nice ass car. Right. You know, there is something nice about getting driven around, but it's nice to live in luxury a little bit. Yeah. What about I you? I wouldn't know. Well, see, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't know. Like, I've I've always drove busted up ass had hoopties. Had the hoopties. And not all of them have had AC. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of a step up if we're talking about that. But uh, nah, man, I'd rather be driven around. Um, yeah, I, I sure I do want like a really nice vehicle that would be great. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can't help but think about the kind of time, you know, we talked about in the previous episode how time is like the most valuable asset that we have. We can yeah. never get that shit back. Um, how much more productive I could be if I had somebody driving me around and I didn't have to worry about that. It's funny how some of our this or that stay in my head after a little while. Yeah. And uh, that one that you're referring to where it's like, you know, snap your fingers and you have money or right. snap your fingers and you could transport anywhere you want. Yeah. And the more I think about that, like, obviously I'm still going to take the money, but okay. there's something so valuable. Yeah. In just being able to fucking go wherever you want in a second. Instantaneously. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm trying to think about too. Like the more that I think about certain things, it's like, what can I do that's going to save me time? Yeah. How am I going to be more productive and more efficient? Just interesting thought. Number two. Number two. Second this or that. 
So for those of you who are watching here on YouTube, very much appreciate you. But if you're only listening right now, you're missed. You're only getting half the experience. And if you were watching, you would see that your boy is kitted up right now in kitted that up. salmon suit. Salmon. So in uh, in uh, going along those lines, this or that. Would you rather have an entire wardrobe like Robert De Niro on Casino? Okay. Like 40, Check. 50 suits just fully kitted the up. The cleanest suits. Yeah, the cleanest suits, nice and tailored, nice and fitted, everything. Or would you rather have an entire wardrobe full of just like the dopest kind of sneakers that you would want? Like the Yeezys, all the very, like the rarest of Jordans, all of that. You know, I know there's a lot of sneaker heads out there who would choose that, and it's very valuable. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I've never been like a huge sneakerhead. Yeah. Like obviously, everybody likes nice sneakers. Right. Um. So there's value in that. You even named your dog sneakers. Oh yeah, so that I was thought, that was know, my dog. I thought you know maybe oh, you would fuck. choose the kicks. R.I.P. The R.I.P. sneakers. And I don't even know if he's dead or not. Yeah. That's the fucked up. What part. if he is still alive? God, he's gonna outlive us. All right, we gotta end this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. So um, who would you choose? Dude, those suits from Casino, holy shit. Right. Yeah, those those suits are fire. Those suits are fucking fresh as fuck. Yeah, man. Um, I love a nice wardrobe. Like yeah. there's nothing better than going out like feeling fresh. Right. Don't get me wrong, you gotta usually make the shoes fresh too, but yeah. taking up so much more of your body with the with the clean suits. Um, I would go with the nice ass wardrobe. Right. You know, I would too. I'd go with the nice ass suits and the wardrobe, and I wear the freaking Jesus sandals. Yeah, because <laughs> either way, is anybody really gonna say shit to you? Like, even if you were fully kitted up from head to toe, and you had some busted up ass shoes on, is anybody really? I mean, would they? Like, could they? people would say something, but it's so much worse to have like the freshest kicks in the world, <laughs> and then you got like holes in your fucking shirts right. and jeans. That's true. They're all dirty. And you got sweatpants up. on. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. take. I would take the wardrobe, especially if I could get those suits from Casino. Bro, yeah. I envy that shit. Yeah, man. Like this suit right here isn't tailored. This isn't fitted. This isn't anything. There's and something like it, about them tailored suits. I'm telling you, man. Whenever it fits you just right, like the length, everything is to your specification, to your body type. Something special about it. Just so feel, that's what you would pick? You just feel better. I would. Yeah, yeah. I know there's them fucking sneaker heads listening to this pissed off right now. You keep fucking kidding me? You got the Jordans. You got the Yeezys. Yeah. More power to you, though. If that's what you like. And that is the point of this or that. So if you're listening or watching, let us know. Which one would you choose? Would you rather have a fire car? But you got to drive yourself, or would you rather be riding around in the hoopty, but you don't got to drive no more? Or would you rather have that fire that fire wardrobe full of suits or full of sneakers? You let us know. Let us know, because we want to know. This or that, man. Hope you guys are enjoying this segment. We're trying to do different kinds of things to, uh, you know, keep, Spice it, keep, up a keep little it light. Bit. You know, keep it interesting. It's like a relationship. You know, you can't do the same thing all day, day yeah, to day. You gotta mix it up a you little know, bit, some, man. Throw some spice in there. You know what I'm there. saying? You gotta turn it around every now and there then. There you go. You know? Go smack on the caboose. Yeah. They like the smacks on the caboose, man. Yeah. Well, it depends on who, but yeah, most of them. No, nah, and the harder the smack, the better, you know? Yeah, that's true. Unless you're not in the moment, and then you do it, then they're like, all right, what the fuck are you slapping me for? That's true. 
That's true. There's a time and a place for these things. Yeah, I got to pick and choose my battles. Yeah, man. but like, you know, you ever... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. We're not going to go there. Next gentlemen episode. don't tell secrets, you know. And he is not a gentleman. I'll tell you that. That's true. So I guess I could tell you everything. Yeah, you ever gave him a smack on the bottom and uh, sent their head, <laughs> head through the wall? <laughs> No, yeah, I, I told a story one time, so I'm not going to say who it is. You know this person, though. Um, said he was having sex with a girl, right? Not his girl, just a girl. Okay. They're having sex, and uh, let me try and recall correctly. He's on top. Uh, they're doing it missionary style. and like, like This dude, okay, listen, we're boys, right? So we fucking talk about these kind of know. things, right? So he's like, you know, it takes me forever to bust, right? That's what he says. He's like, I just got to go and go and go forever before I bust. And he's like, so, dude, we're like 35 minutes in, dude, and I'm just like sweating my ass off. It's weird off. that he counted that specific, but. And he said the sweat dripped off and hit her right in the eye. Oh, that's a game changer. He said it was over. He said, yeah, nope. Dude, you know how salty a sweat bead is? Right. Right to the eye? That's a rough one. You ever sweat and then you get those white lines? Yeah. Imagine that in your eye. Yeah. That's that white line going in her eye. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. That was, That'll stop the ship. I was like, damn, dude. Somebody else I was talking to or heard, they damn like threw up during sex or something on the, threw up on the girl. Talk about it. Talk Throwing about it. up. Holy shit. And they still finished. Oh, that's that's no, how you do it. You gotta, oh. <laughs> that's how you know she's a ride or die right there. Sometimes you just got to champ through. The worst is when you have pets and, like, they want to, like, get involved. Oh, yeah. And you can't stop. They're trying to get in the mix. Yeah, so what you do is, like, you know, you keep doing your thing. You're, like, pushing them, slowly pushing. For some reason, dogs specifically, that, like, eggs them on. Yeah, like, oh, right, shit, I'm, let's keep on. Yeah, we're, we're playing now. Yeah. We're ready to party. So the best thing to do is that doesn't work out. Let them get involved in the mix. Throw a tongue in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, bring it. Bring the party full circle. You ah, know? man. You ever caught a tongue to the asshole from the dog while from you're the trying? dog? Nah, not to the asshole, but he did lick my scrotum. You, no, I'm just you know that'll. I don't know, man. That'll that'll uh, ramp things up a little bit. Yeah, that is then, a game changer. And then who feels more awkward after it's done, you or the dog? Definitely the dog. They got that look on their face, like, you know, when they're, like, confused and they... Like, I just kind of want to try this out and they try it out. I'm like, oh, shit, that is not what I was expecting. Went too deep. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, you got to just, uh, you got to lock the dogs outside the outside the bedroom. Man. Yeah, but then it makes it, like, a, like, yeah, preferably that's how it goes. But if you're being spontaneous and it just hop, hops up out of nowhere, yeah, you can get up and fucking throw the dog out the window. You could really give that dog a hard kick. Or you do like the <laughs> yeah. a hard I'm kick. I'm trying to get the point across. Here. Or you give get him the, the Did you ever see the dog whisper? Yeah. How he's just tss, tss, yeah. and he like gives him the old punch in the side. Right. You hit him with the old tss, tss. Yep. Get your ass back. Get out of here. I wonder if that would work on like your lady if she's acting out a little bit. You're like tired of dealing with her shit. You just give her the old tss, to the rib cage or something. Yeah. All right, not a fish. You know, this uh, this um, podcast is really taking a left turn. People are going to be wondering what's going on. You know, we're talking about walking on the soil of Jerusalem to getting your asshole licked by a dog. Hey, know. that's that's what you get on this podcast. Yeah, man, you never know what you're going to get. That's the that's the fun of it. Sometimes, you know, if you 
been watching, we'll get real serious. Yeah. Sometimes emotional. Sometimes, sometimes. inspirational. Sometimes. But sometimes, you know. Get a little silly. Get a little silly. Because we're all different people, man. We're diverse people, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be a serious son of a bitch all the time. Yeah, it's it just like kind of pigeonholes you into being then you start to think that way. And then also at the same the same token you don't want to be a super silly person all the time either. Yeah, cuz then people won't Not always really. take you serious. Yeah. They wouldn't. So just like everything in life like there's a there's a balance. Mm-hmm. So you come here for the balance. Come here for the balance, man. This podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know. Was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to correct. Was you, like a box of chocolates. Better calm down. Mandela effect, man. Shout out to Nelson. I have I have other uh, examples you that and I wanted examples. to show you, but I forgot. Good. Yeah. Good for the best. I'm glad. Man. I'll so so what do we got? What do we got in the works? What's what's going on? What's going on? Um. We've been uh, we've been grinding this summer, man. Yeah, and we're gonna keep grinding to try to bring these people that mm. good. Yeah, I've uh, been doing a lot of research on audio. Like, like you know, we've got good video, 4K video, which is awesome. Um, but you know, this audio could definitely use some work. So, been trying to just do research. And you would think that I would know a lot more of this stuff since I've recorded music my whole life, but obviously, I haven't known what I've been doing. So we're well, going to get some new shit on board. You know, at 17, when you're struggling broke as fuck, you can't be buying those expensive-ass nah. mics. So it but makes the, sense why you wouldn't. But at the very least, I could have been doing research. Yeah. Yeah, you're a piece you of know? shit. What do you want me to that's tell what you? I'm t- that's exactly it. That's the truth. So we got that in the works. Um, we got that Stop the Ship storefront coming pretty yep. soon. Storefront's going to be coming Excited soon. Excited about that. I'm going to get that fucking Stop the Ship Fitted? Snapback. No, not a fitted. A snapback. We're gonna um, you'll. It's not gonna be up right now, but um, coming up soon. Whenever we do announce it, you're gonna be able to find this storefront in the links in the description here on YouTube. So if you are watching this on iTunes or on or listening on iTunes or Spotify, not only will you be able to find the storefront in the description on YouTube, but you'll also, if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram primarily, you, you should be doing that. Um, so if you're listening at home. I don't know. Do we ever drop it in the description? We drop it in the description yeah. of the episode. Yeah. yeah. So in the description of this episode on iTunes and Spotify, that's where you'll be finding our links to the storefront also. And just so you know, anything that you get, of course, it supports the podcast, but it goes directly back into the podcast. Yep. Um, yep. You know, so. We won't be paying ourselves shit until on down the road. Way on But down honestly, the road. like this is yeah, it's it's things that, that we need in order just to continue to try and revamp this podcast and pro- provide better quality. Because that's really the goal. Like we love this shit. We're passionate about this. Fuck yeah. Obviously you could tell because we kinda talk about this in every episode, it seems, you know, about our progress and what we've been doing. We just want to keep you guys involved. But that's really it. Like we're trying to set goals and, and every step of the way we have been executing everything that Checking we've been it off the box. That we've been visualizing. So, you know. Um, whenever the time comes that we do drop this little storefront, we're going to be happy of the kind of quality of products that we're putting out, but you know, it is all going to go back into helping support this podcast and keep giving y'all that dope, that dope, dope, that good, that good dope, though, that yeah. new, new. Um, so I'm excited, man. I've been working with our boy Glenn, trying to get some more imagery get some more graphics done, get more. Yeah. More than just this logo. Mm-hmm. So you could throw up other 
other things on the merch. And I'm excited, man. We've been getting, re- you know, a lot of people have been reaching out to us that we personally know who are excited about wanting to get a mug, wanting yeah. to support in some kind of way. So that feels good, man. Fuck yeah, it does. It's validation, you know? Like, back whenever I was making music, and it could have been just because I was a shitty artist, it could have been. But, you know, the hometown support wasn't necessarily there. Yeah. It just wasn't. But here, we're getting people reaching out to us and, you know, showing love and people excited, like, trying to get on the podcast. Yeah. So that's exciting. You know, it kind of tells me that we're doing something right. Yeah, I think so, too. We got a, we got a guest coming up, somebody who's been a childhood friend of ours, started back in the landings. Probably next week you'll yeah. see him. Every time we're but, talking. you know, he's a, he's a entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a friend. Yeah. Um, you know, real positive dude on his own right. fucking journey. And that's why... These collabs are so cool because everybody has their own thing and their own opinions and everything. And then when we bring it all together, it makes makes for something special usually. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I like like I've, we've been reiterating, but I, I want to inject perspective into this podcast. I want to get people in here who, you know, do shit that I don't have any clue about, but that I can gain either some kind of motivation from or just insight. You know. That's why the interview with John Halls was so cool. Like, I've watched that back a couple times just to hear, you know, he's not a friend of ours. He's not somebody that we know deeply. So during that podcast, we kind of got to know him. Yeah. And uh, his perspective was so unique, and I took so much from it. Yeah. So cool. Exciting. That's, what's, that's what it would be cool about getting random guests on and, you know, learning new shit. Yeah. 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 Um, and then this NRSNG 2020 coming up in April, um, there's going to be a lot of cool people there who I want to try and set up a few podcasts with also. There's going to be a guy there, I can't remember his name, uh, but he's the founder of another business, another educational business, who actually sponsored NRSNG's live this past year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's going to be there. So it might be cool to reach out to him and get him on, but just trying to give you guys and ourselves just different perspective. I will tell you guys one thing. Um see it. Mr. West's sister, she's starting her very first day or night of school, which was Today something that day. she told us that she kind of got inspired to do because of us, which, um, you know, is exciting, man. Like he, Shane said, this is like at least one good thing that's come from this podcast, which, you know, you can't put a value on that shit. Uh, that's more reward than anything. Yeah, especially if you fast forward years down the road and she's been doing something that she loves to do which in turn makes uh the household uh more positive right which in, uh goes into my nephews and then they become more optimistic and want to go after what they wanted to yeah, do man. and then all of a sudden you look and there's a chance that because of this podcast 20 years down the road my nephews are in following their dreams that's true you know yeah uh, the trickle effect of small things and small details, like it's like the butterfly effect. They echo in eternity. Right. You know? I got that tattooed on my ribs. You know that? Really? What, what we, does it say? What we do in life echoes in eternity. That's fucking dope. But um, but it's it's true. It is true. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a conversation with Ziggy. Uh, I thought we were about to wrap this podcast up, but I'm going to keep going. Let's keep I was going. having a conversation with Ziggy and, um, you know, talking about religion but not only just religion it's applicable to everything whenever uh i was in church like a long time ago man i remember 
what the pastor given his sermon and he was talking about, you know, whenever you try and, uh, you know, uh, as Christians, you're supposed to, uh, spread the gospel, the gospel of Christ. And, um, he's like, you know, some people just aren't going to hear it. They're not going to want to hear it. That's fine. No yeah. problem. But all that you're doing is planting a seed. Yeah. So, you know, like I was just using religion as an example. That's how we brought it up. But that's the same thing that this podcast is doing. Like, right. What did it do with Amber? It planted a seed in her mind. Yeah. Like, you know what? Maybe I can. I can fucking do something. Maybe I can do what I've been wanting to do. And that's all that. That's the hope anyway. All this content we give you guys, it's cool. We tell some jokes. You guys laugh or whatever. But hopefully for somebody out there, something we say resonates and it plants a seed. And they might not act on it then. But I still remember that fucking sermon all these years later. Really? It's that seed that got planted. So, you know, it's interesting. These things can be long lasting that you know somebody might not act on it now but maybe five years from now they're like you know what man i remember that damn one episode where they were saying all i gotta do is put a plan in place like and i've been bullshitting yeah. for the last five years or just as an example but it's interesting stuff man we might not see the fruits of our labor now but we are planting seeds and okay yeah, and that's what podcasts have done for me you know listening to podcasts have planted those seeds of you know, learning so much more about myself. Yeah. Uh, I thought, like, you know, within within myself and my own world, I thought, like, you know, I had things figured out, mm -hmm. uh, like, years ago. I thought, like, you know, I was good, um, but I've just been on this new journey of, like, understanding, you know, I've talked about it a bunch on here, is just, like, understanding my feelings and, and why I do and think the way that I do. Yeah. Um, and that all came from listening to other people's perspectives about these types of things and uh, psychologists and doctors mm -hmm. like speak about these things right. and these triggers that we have and uh, it's just so interesting like what I've been doing in this past month is the second I feel anything the second I feel angry sad happy any feeling that I feel mm -hmm. I like question it Wow. Because I'm trying to get down to the source of what, what's really going on. I mean, like you're asking yourself why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's so interesting how you can think, if you don't do that, you'll never really understand what you're going through. Yeah. Because you think you, ha on, it's like your brain has layers, like an onion. And on the front layer, like if you're angry because, you know, you were late for something you're mm -hmm. thinking like you know that's what i'm angry at obviously like that's the thing but if you just go deeper and you start to question things you're like well where did this come from mm -hmm. oh well that one time like when i was like 12 years old i was late uh for football and you know uh i didn't make the the team right like, because the coach was like you know if you can't do this you know this is just an example yeah. but you know, so that's when lateness started to like get into your head, and then you it started maybe a built-in anxiety. Right. Uh, you know, so it goes deep, like yeah, all these things. For sure. Um, and back in the day, just because of what I've been through, I felt like I didn't, I never really felt anything, and I'm sure in some ways you can relate mm -hmm. to that, to where you don't really, f you don't have any feeling. Right. And to when you do start feeling and you start going through those things, it's so much harder than it was years ago when you were like, didn't feel anything. Yeah. But it's so much more beneficial to go through that. I'm able to nip things in the bud, like for myself so quick and I'm not impulsive. Like I used to be and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it all comes from 
just having an understanding in within yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's what's up. A lot of self analysis. Yeah, a lot of self reflection. Like constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good way to be. It's a hard way to be. It's hard, but like everything's hard. Yeah. Well, you know, primarily because it kind of seems like it goes against just how we're wired in general. Like we're humans, we have human instincts, we are going to react, we're reactionary, you know, you get you stub your toe, you're going to get mad. Yeah. You're late for something, you're going to be irritable. It's not something that you're making a conscious choice about, it's just ingrained in you. But that's that's where it gets real interesting is I truly believe that the human brain creates problems mm-hmm. now because we don't have any of the problems and worries that our species had when we needed all those things. And we like we needed to, you know, worry about where we were going to get food and how we were going to get shelter. And if, you know, somebody was going to attack you out of nowhere, like right. you didn't get a Instagram message like, yo, they're on their way. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had to constantly worry about this and um, you didn't have to worry about going to work and making a living and um so I feel like as things have evolved, you know, you see it in our culture today where people are so offended by things and they create these problems. You also see it in people that struggle with mental health, which I think we all do in some mm-hmm. ways. You create this chaos in situations that aren't chaotic, especially people that come from trauma. Yeah. You create this chaos out of nothing. And I truly believe that it's something that our brain is doing uh and it's just like ingrained in us. Like we have to problem solve, hmm. you know. So when we don't have problems, we create problems. Gotcha. And especially with, I know like this is a lot, but especially with addiction. So this is something that people do with addiction. Um, so whatever your thing is, if, if it's alcohol. So you stop drinking alcohol, right? Right. So, you know, it's going good. Like you're not drinking. Um, but then all of a sudden... Like, things start to happen that push you towards that alcohol, right? Yeah. Like, situations happen, you get stressed out, and it pushes you towards that alcohol. That's when you get punched in the face and you revert back. Yeah, and you revert back. But the the problem that happened may be being created by your addiction. Because it knows, oh, if I create this problem... That's what's going to bring them back. Got it. And I really believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've noticed that uh, in addicts, you'll create something that's not really there. That if you, maybe if you were drinking, you wouldn't, that problem wouldn't have been created because your your brain gets what it wants. Yeah. So I've, that goes into what we were talking about with the sugar and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Like I've, I'm starting to notice these patterns in like, uh, the way that people's brain works where your brain is going to get that satisfaction. It's going to get what it wants yeah. unless you fight against it, which is so hard. Which is what you've been saying, doing the self-analysis. Why am I feeling like this? Exactly. We're basically at war with our brain. Dude, I the, I believe that like wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, and that's what trauma comes from. But it's interesting because us saying we're at war with our brain, especially saying our brain's at war with our brain. I mean, that we are our brain. Yeah. You know, so it's, but that's interesting. Yeah. And it, and it goes so deep and it's just forever. It, it's like a forever thing. And some people don't have these things as bad as others. Do, yeah, sure. You know, 
like for me i don't struggle with that as much as some people that i see around me that um you know open up about these things mm -hmm. and uh you know so not only am i analyzing myself i'm also analyzing the people around me right uh and it's just that's one thing that i'm starting to pick up on i'm like the brain will create something to get that mm -hmm. to get that fucking thing mm -hmm. that it needs yeah it's it's fucking crazy that's true man so that's my little self-analysis dropping knowledge that i'm that i'm learning about. well that that's actually very beneficial i i mean if you guys listen to that actually intently that was pretty wise that's that makes a lot of sense I like that yeah, and it comes from it comes from just being ingrained in that environment mm -hmm. and instead of just taking it for what it is like no this is my life and this is right. always what it is just fucking questioning everything yeah and being like why why is it like this mm. why am i like this right that's yeah. the only way to get yourself out of the sunken place yeah like it's the only fucking way yeah Huh. Yeah, I've been trying to do that a little bit more myself also. Like these last couple of days, I've been pretty irritable, you know, and it could be like the new diet I've started, trying to eat better, whatever it is. That's that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, so so the more irritable you get, the and your more. your brain's like, dude, if you would just eat that damn thing. You'll feel better. Right. Fuck, dude. That's what I'm telling you. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so you know. So just start to do just start to do that. So then what is it? Is it just the uh, you're almost having to. So when my brain essentially thinking about it, if my brain is telling me like, dude, you you really want that sugar. So now it makes me pissed off right now. I'm irritable. So if you would just eat that shit, you'd feel better. Maybe my brain, you could look at it like a circuit board. It's wired a certain way. So yeah. maybe us continually doing the self analysis Perfect. and shit like that slowly rewiring things rewiring your brain to that's a perfect analogy that's exactly how it goes and then you could get to a point and maybe it takes a long fucking time I'm think sure about how long of a life you've lived with your circuit board that way right it's not just like oh now i know so tomorrow it's different I'm good yeah like it takes forever and it takes all those slip-ups and then those yeah. uh setbacks and then you realize like you know, you do that self-analysis and the timetable becomes shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what it's about is trying to get that timetable as short as you can to where you start to recognize things within the minute, within the day, yeah. within the week, you know. Or maybe you stop experiencing those fucking things altogether. Well, that's what that's the goal. Yeah. But it doesn't start out like that. You do start to have those slip ups. Right. To where you learn from and then eventually you fine tune it so much to where the circuit board is different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's now your circuit board is that way. So I'm saying, what is it? Circuit board? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and, you know, to get it back the other way would take all that time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's so important, man, on this life to, to not take things for what it is. Like anytime I'm... I'm closed-minded about something or I have an idea in my head that I don't like something or something like that, that's when I question it. I'm like, why? Like, where does that come from? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have these defense mechanisms like set in place within ourselves, and we don't even fully understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's fucking crazy, man. Mm. That's We're going to break the cycle. We're going to stop the ship. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Pursuit of self, man. Pursuit of self trying to just trying to find out more and more like you said who we are 
And then also just to weed out all the excess bullshit that's holding us down. Yeah. Trying to cut that anchor, man. Because just like we're talking about how these things plant seeds and maybe, you know, us doing the podcast and my sister listening to it. And then 20 years from now, her kids are going after their dream. Just like those seeds can be planted, so can the negative ones that last for generations, like, unless you stop it. Right. And then you're plaguing, like, your family, Mm -hmm. uh, your grandkids. That's true. All that stuff. That's true. It's it's not just us we're affecting. Yeah, and it's like, where does that cycle stop? Right. Like, in my lineage from... Starts uh, with us. Yeah, it does start with us. And in my lineage, like, you know, there's plenty of people in my family that are good people and stuff, but there's people in my family that, you know have bad struggles and in some ways some people would like uh you know my family name isn't like prestige you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying right so my goal since i've been younger is to to be different right and change the the lineage so when i have a grandkid like they're more like me instead of like my whole family so there was this uh there was this tattoo that i really wanted to get my dad, uh, who we've talked about, he passed away. Um, he wrote a letter to my cousin, the one that was on intervention. Mm-hmm. They were very close. Gotcha. They both dealt with substance abuse. He wrote this letter to her, and he put in there that uh, you are so, he, this is word for word, you are so beautiful and talented, but you have that West devil of self-destruction in you, mm. right? And growing up, I like I felt like that too. Like even though I wasn't self-destructive, right. this narrative kind of like stayed with me because of what my dad said. Right. And at one point, I wanted to get that tattooed on me. Yeah. Like, and how crazy is that? Like, it's like I'm I'm putting a narrative like into my life that has nothing to do with shame. Yeah. And it goes into every single thing that we're saying. Right. Because my dad said something like that. Right. I can continue that lineage and now my grandkid thinks that we have some self destructive gene inside of us. Mm-hmm. But that's bullshit. Yep. You push against it, you think outside of your family's way of thinking, outside of your environment's way of thinking, and you create the way of thought of you. Exactly. I'm sorry, I'm all Exactly. Hyped up. No, it's true. You should be passionate about that. Yeah. Because that's exciting. And that's true. It does start with us. Yeah. It does start with us. We are the ones to break the cycle. Fuck yeah. Because like you said, I mean, we do get wrapped up in so, you know, so much that what we do affects us and us alone, or maybe it affects those around us. But whenever you do start thinking like that down the line, like how is this shit going to permeate my lineage down the line? I mean, we have a much greater responsibility than I think we realize. We really do. So that's and um, just in the sense of happiness too, like you know, not even so dramatic, like you know, just in the sense of being positive, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. Kanye West said, and I know he's controversial right now, but he said, "I'm gonna make my name last. I put that on my last name." Yeah, West. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, West. Right. Yeah. But so me and Kanye are at the forefront of changing the way that people look at the last name west it's something about the wests man yeah that's cool and i love you dad but fuck you bro that (laughs) self-destruction ain't in me yeah what were you thinking come on mike come on mike well he wrote that letter without the intention of me reading it yeah but maybe that narrative stayed with her right you know right fuck no that's true that's that's kind of an epiphany there maybe it did 
So good. Good for you, man. Change change that fucking narrative. It's not the devil. And know? it's fucking hard, man. It's it's real fucking hard because you you only know one way of living the whole way that you've lived. Yeah. You know, so to think of it outside of that takes forever, man. Yeah. Like it's it's I'm still on this this journey and it's been so many years, you know. Whenever I was raised, so my dad was a really good guy, right? Like a fucking good-hearted dude. He really was. Uh, had many, many flaws. But he was a racist son of a bitch. Like, he yeah. really was. Um, and so whenever I got raised, you know, all my young sponge head was being filled with were all these thoughts of what black people are like. This yeah. is how black people really are, son. Yeah. That kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's <clears throat> it's just an example to be used in comparison to what you're saying. This is the way Wests are. This is what Wests yeah. struggle with. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it takes a long time to undo that. And at a certain point, I realized, like, my dad's fucking full of shit. Like, what yeah. is he talking about? I'm looking at all these black people around me. Like, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Like, that's yeah. weird that you're thinking that way. But, it but you know, without that realization, you know, I would have never known. So it does come through that, that analysis. Yeah. Just try asking why. Why is this that way? You know. And if you don't have that, that analysis... You would have gone your whole life thinking that and way. And so many people And that would have spilled over into your son. And so many people did. Yeah. Exactly right. And I see it. I've got, I've got, I've got friends who have, you know, yeah. crazy ass thoughts and opinions on, yeah. on black people or Mexicans or whatever. And it's just like, wow. Like sitting back looking at that. It's like, wow, man. These people never asked that question why. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Or they never had a conversation to realize like, oh. True. There's no fucking Or maybe difference. they didn't have people around them like you and I to yeah. maybe help facilitate that change in their mind. But either way, again, that is kind of the root of this shit. This is stop the shit, man. Yeah. Like in all in all senses of the word. Just trying to just trying to be better versions of ourselves. Yep. Pursuit of self. El Leon in La Selva. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you know, we have something in here that, that people can take away and, you know. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit lengthier. Maybe you enjoyed that. Yeah, some people have been asking for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, trying to give y'all what y'all want. Yeah. That's what we do here. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all for hanging out and again, spending a little time with us this week. Uh, you know, if you're new to the YouTube channel, please subscribe. If you prefer to listen, iTunes and Spotify, you can find us there. All the social links are below. If you uh, got a this or that that you'd like to submit, send it on email. Stoptheshitpod at gmail. At gmail.com. Uh, that's all we got, man. Be on the lookout next week for an episode with our boy Tyree. It's going to be a very good uh, and motivational episode. And maybe we'll reminisce a little bit about our childhood. Fuck yeah. Get Tyree's perspective on some things. Yeah. <laughs> Deep. All right, I'll save it. <laughs> Guys, we'll see y'all next week, man. Peace. Peace. Lion in the jungle. Lion in the concrete jungle. Lion in the jungle. Lion in the concrete jazz. Lion in the jungle. Lion.